Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, May 16th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Okay, so we have got a lot to go over, so I am just going to roll right into it. So for In the World of Baseball, the LA Angels, Reed Detmers pitched a no hitter on Tuesday night against the Rays. Dittmers was only 22 years old when pitching the second no-hitter of the season, the Angels' 12th no-hitter in franchise history. Normally, as we saw earlier this season with Clayton Crenshaw in April, that usually we get up to a crazy pitch count. However, Dittmers' pitch count was not an issue as he had only pitched 64 through 6 innings. He did, however, finish with a career high of 108 pitches, but nice job on the second no-hitter of the season. Brewers left fielder Christian Yellick hit his third cycle in his career in the game against the Reds on Wednesday. Hashtag girlfriend hint here, as I did not know, hitting a cycle means you hit a single, a double, a triple, and a home run all in the same game. So super hard to do. And that's why Yellick only hitting three in his entire career is one for the history books. He is just one of five MLB players to ever reach three cycles. All three cycles have been against the Reds. Two were in 2018 and obviously one this year. That is the first time that all three have been against the same team. Now, just so you know, the Pirates have had the most cycles ever in 24 with their batters, and the Cardinals have allowed the most against them, also with 24. The score on the game of Wednesday, though, was the Reds got the last laugh with 14-11. to The Brewers did win. However, that 25-run game is the highest-scoring game this season. Later in the week, the Reds just could not catch a break and allowed no hits, although it was considered a no it was not considered a no hitter, but they still lost to the Pirates one zip. So even though they won earlier in the week, that one stings. Also, if you want to see something kind of odd, check out the blog for a link to Albert Pujols pitching. That is not a mistake, people. That is actually Albert Pujols made his debut for pitching this week. Moving on to the NBA, it has been absolutely insane. These teams are obviously very evenly matched as we've had some very close to the wire and coming down to it all the way for NBA playoffs. The Warriors had a fourth quarter comeback on Monday with Steph Curry scoring 14 points in the fourth quarter alone. He is now the first player to make 503 pointers in playoff history. The Golden State team did put away their series against the Grizzlies in Game 6, winning that series 4-2. to two. The Heat also won their series in Game 6, 4-2, to two, beating the 76ers. Tuesday's game was embarrassing, with the Heat winning 120-85, making a 12-0 run in the fourth to really put the game away. Now, the Celtics were one of the better teams this season. However, I would seriously consider it still an upset that the Celtics upset the Bucks in Game 7. After a great first quarter where the Bucks were leading 26-20, to the Celtics took every quarter after that to win Game 7, 109-81. to Talk about a 
just uh, just getting destroyed in game seven. That was not the only lopsided game seven, however. The Mavericks forced game seven after losing the first two games in the series to the Suns. Mavericks did lead that game as much by 46 points in game seven and never gave the lead back. This is the first time the Mavericks have made it to the conference finals since 2011 and the fifth time all time. The Suns are now the second team in NBA history to have more than 64 wins in a season. That's a franchise record and eight more wins than anyone else in the league this season and not make the conference finals. CP3 has also lost more game sevens than any other player. Not something you really want to be known for. Also, just so you know, a little bit of NBA news. John Morant has a bone bruise on his right knee. If you want to see the the uh, clip that it happened on, check out the blog. It is likely out for the remainder of playoffs. That obviously was before this week when the Grizzlies actually lost. So they are. He is out. And obviously the Grizzlies did not get him back. Talking about a little bit of retiree advice, it must be really nice to be number 12 Tom Brady because he signed a ridiculous 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox Sports to be an analyst when he retires, which, as a reminder, is not this season even. So there's a little bit of a backstory here just for those of you who don't follow sports as religiously as I do. They are known, Fox Sports is known for being one of the most badass in the NFL as far as their announcing and their analyst game goes. And that is until recently when ESPN stole Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. And Joe Buck was literally the face of Fox. So they needed a little bit of a comeback here. And well, their response to that was hiring the GOAT, Tom Brady. Moving on to golf, K.H. Lee repeated as champion at the Byron Nelson. Last year, he won with a final score of 25 under par, and this year, he bested that score by one. He did held off a late charge by hometown favorite Jordan Spieth, and he does earn a spot at this week's PGA Championship, which will be competed at Southern Hills in Tulsa. Only three golfers have held multiple Byron titles. That includes Sam Snead, Jack Nicklaus, and Tom Watson. So quite good company to be in. Also, obviously, like I said, the PGA Championship is this weekend. That is the second major of the year. It will be at Southern Hills in Tulsa, and you might see some familiar faces, including Mr. Tiger Woods. We are going to cover a little bit of hockey just because it's been so crazy. Honestly, I did not expect this until I saw some of the scores and watched some of the games. So five games in the first round went to game seven. That is how insane this is. The Hurricanes, the Lightning, and the Oilers all won their game seven matchups on Saturday night against the the Bruins, the Maple Leafs, and the Kings in order. On Sunday, the Rangers won Game 7 in overtime 4-3 to three over the Penguins. And then that trend continued over the evening, even though the Dallas Mavericks for the NBA did make Dallas hearts sore. The Stars failed. The Flames beat the Stars in Game 7 in overtime as well that night. Hitting on a little bit of motorsports, and shout out to my husband here because he'll appreciate this. MotoGP, greatest of all time, hashtag the GOAT, Valentino Rossi. His number 46 plate will be retired at the race in Mugello, which is Italy, in two weeks. This should not be a surprise to anyone as he is clearly the GOAT and no one should ever again wear number 46. 
Moving on to Olympic sports, GBR swimmer, Great Britain, Adam Peaty, three-time Olympic gold medalist, is out of the World Championships in Budapest, which will be competed in June. He fractured his foot at the gym this past week, so he will be out of that competition. That majorly opens up that breaststroke discipline. Number one, OU lost in the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament, which, by the way, they had a bye till the semifinals. All they had to do was win two games, and they would take the Big 12 title, but the Sooners could not manage that. However, they are still the number one seed for the postseason and will host a regional in Norman. Remember, regionals are double elimination between four teams, and only one team makes it out on to the super regional that starts this weekend and i will get to that in games to watch moving on to a little bit of tennis and believe it or not i have men and women's side for news naomi osaka is leaving img to start her own agency called evolve in all caps so technically it's evolve she is starting this with her own agent from IMG as well. They, he is leaving. Osaka is the 20th on the 2022 world list of highest paid athletes. That would also be first among women. Bringing in $53.2 million in prize money and endorsements this past year. Djokovic also won his 1,000th career match at the Italian Open semifinals this past week. He has also been number one for 370 weeks. So let's good luck, people, trying to beat that. I'm going to move on to what to watch this upcoming week. We do have some baseball on TV. Obviously, it's just four games, starting with the Astros versus Red Sox at 6-10 on TBS on Tuesday. Then we got two on Saturday and one on Sunday. However, I want to go ahead and get on to the NBA as that will be the conference finals. They start Tuesday night with the East. Game one, Celtics at the Heat at 7.30 on ESPN. The West begins their game one on Wednesday, the Mavericks at the Warriors at 8 p.m. on TNT. That then continues. We go, we flip-flop back and forth. So Thursday will be game two for the East, Celtics at the Heat at 7.30 on ESPN. Again, West game two, Mavericks at Warriors at 8 p.m. on TNT on Friday. And then heading into the weekend, we have East. Game three, Heat at the Celtics at 7.30 on ABC. And rounding out the week is the West Game three, Warriors at the Mavericks in Dallas at 8 p.m. on TNT. I did include a little bit of football as we have the USFL is actually back in action. So I went ahead and included that in the blog as well. So if you're interested in that, that is like Tampa Bay, Philly, Michigan, Birmingham, Pitt, New Orleans, New Jersey, and Houston have teams in that league. Golf, obviously, like I said, is the second major of the year, so I will obviously be sure to highlight that starting Thursday. The PGA Championship begins round one at 1 p.m. on ESPN, same with round two on Friday. Then we move on Saturday to round three. That will be on ESPN starting at 9 a.m. and moving over to CBS at noon, and then the same goes for the final round. So if you want to see who wins this major of the year 9 a.m. on ESPN and then noon on CBS for the final round on Sunday moving along to hockey and again I don't usually cover this but because it's been so crazy I'm going to we have a break on Monday night followed by Tuesday Wednesday is game ones so lightning at the Panthers at six on TNT and the Blues at the Avalanche at 8 30 on TNT Wednesday is the Rangers at the Hurricanes at 6 on ESPN and the Oilers at the Flames at 8.30 on ESPN. 
Game twos will be Thursday and Friday. Lightning at the Panthers at 6 on TNT. And the Blues at the Avalanche at 8.30 on TNT. Then the Rangers at the Hurricanes at 7 p.m. on ESPN. And the Oilers at the Flames at 9.30 on ESPN. Then we move locations. So on Saturday, Game 3, Avalanche at the Blues at 7 p.m. on TNT. And then on Sunday, we have the Panthers at the Lightning at 12.30 on TNT. The Hurricanes at the Rangers at 2.30 on ESPN. And the Flames at the Oilers at 7 on ESPN2. Also, if you are still with me, I promise I'm still giving you news and tidbits every once in a while. We do have the second leg of the Triple Crown. The Preakness will run on Saturday. Coverage will start on CNBC at 1 p.m., but move over to NBC at 3. The race will actually not run until 6.01 is the actual post time for that race. As a note, Rich Strike is not in this race, so we will not have a Triple Crown winner this year. Formula One will race on Sunday at the Spanish GP. That will be featured at 8 p.m., 8 a.m. on ESPN. We also have a couple across the women's and men's quarterfinals starting Thursday through Sunday. You can check out the blog for those as well as soccer. And then we really don't have any time specifics or team specifics as far as like when the games are for softball. But regionals do begin on Friday and run through Sunday. It will start at 11 a.m. and run through 9 p.m. every day. So that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That will be on either ESPNU, SEC, ACC, or ESPN2. And then on Saturday, also include ESPN with that. So once we get closer towards the weekend, we should have some general news for you as far as like how that's all split up. But it is a very important postseason. This is the first round. Like I said, remember it's double elimination. Thanks for catching up this week with what's been going on and what to watch this upcoming week. We've got a lot going on with NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, now softball playoffs, and then baseball's coming on the pike here pretty quickly, college baseball anyway. So be sure to check out the weekly update. If you want any other details, check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, and I'll catch y'all next Monday.